Is it real? Or is it ridiculous? What is up, everybody? Welcome to our very first episode of Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? My name is Leah. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Kara. We're so excited to have you guys here. We're so excited to finally be doing this. I know. This has been a labor of love for us, and we're really excited that it's finally happening. This is our baby. We're pushing our baby into the world. Yeah, this is our, <laughs> it's our birthday. <laughs> Okay, let's introduce ourselves. Yeah. Let's talk about who we are. I'm Leah. I'm 29 years old. I live with my boyfriend. I currently am fun employed because I lost my job during the pandemic, which I will talk about later in this episode. And so now I've been spending my time working on this podcast. Leah is probably the most independent person I know in the best way, and she's a boss bitch. But on top of that, she's so fun. She's always down to like sit at the bar with me and we always just giggle. And sometimes my mom picks us up after. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My name is Kara. My real name is Carolyn. And I'm trying to transition back to Carolyn after, I don't know, 20 years of going by Kara. (laughs) Identity crisis. (laughs) I'm having an identity crisis, but I'm about to turn 30. Yes. So I'm trying to like mix it up a little bit and I feel, you know, it's a little more sophisticated. It is. Yeah. You're an adult now. I am an adult. And I'm a single girl living in New York City and I am a photo editor and I work in fashion and I also do freelance work for sports photographers. Okay. When I get nervous, I talk a lot. (laughs) I feel like I'm on a first date. I'm just trying to fill in gaps. Fun fact about Kara, she can't shut the fuck up. (laughs) Don't ever go on a date with me. No, actually you should though. She's single. She's really great. She's always down for a good time. And she's also a really good hype woman. Like if you need somebody in your corner, she'll hype you up. Even if you're making like the wrong decision. She'll be like, yes, you fucking go. I you got go, you. And you fail, but you fail with your head held high. And I'll be there at the end with a drink waiting. A spicy margarita and a shot of tequila uh-huh. on the side. Uh-huh. So who are we? What yeah. is our podcast? Yeah. Is it real or is it ridiculous? Is a concept that we came up with when you experience something that's so crazy, that's so unexpected, and you literally stop and go, is this real? Is this real? Did that really just happen? Or that was ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. And I think for Leah and I, we would just catch up about our weeks or what's been going on and we would tell each other stories and we would always find ourselves asking these questions. I would tell Leah a story and I would be like, is this real or is this ridiculous? Leah, like what the fuck is going on? And then the real answer to these questions is it's it's always always fucking fucking both. both. (laughs) (laughs) So we wanted to start a podcast because we felt like we had so many of these little moments and stories and we wanted to just kind of share them just so you girls know that you're not alone. We're all going through this together. Life is really hard, especially right now in a pandemic. And we just thought it would be really fun to kind of get together and talk about boys and dating and breakups and work and own our flaws and like fess up to awkward and embarrassing moments. But also we're here to like lift each other up and give you advice and give each other advice. Yeah, we want to talk about the growing pains too of 
of life. We're going to try and bring a little humor to our lives and just hope that we can be relatable to you guys. Especially now during Corona and all this crazy shit that's been happening in 2020. Just trying to fucking get by. Trying to fucking get by. Amen, sister. I mean, sometimes I think we do a good job. We get by. (laughs) We try. We try. We try and we get by. (laughs) And our, our podcast is pretty basic. We break it down into three segments. Yes. We do a quick little catch up and then we have our second segment called Let's Get Real. Let's Get Real. Where we talk about things that are like really happening to us and like stuff that's been happening on social media or dating apps. Sometimes we make a list about stuff that we want to talk about because we think it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's just our own little version of like a real chat with your girlfriends. Yeah. And then Let's Get Ridiculous, which is our favorite segment. And we're not going to tell you what that is until we get there. Yeah. You guys will find out what it is. But it's fun. It's so fun. At least we think so. We're fun. It's definitely fun. We were, we're fun. We're a good time. Okay. So how did we meet? Kara and I became friends at kickboxing. Kickboxing. I had been going for about a year. Yeah. And you were I going... I just like rolled up one day. Right. You were going for a few months and I knew who you were, but I yeah. didn't... We like, would like cross paths in class, but it's like you're working out. You're really not there to like make friends. I definitely didn't go there to make no. friends. So they had been training new instructors and they had this one new guy who had been there for about a week and he was super weird. First of all, this guy, do you remember? He had a huge beer belly. Yeah, he was like- You can't they, train me. I, they like found him on Craigslist. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But so we're getting ready for a class and they were training new instructors and I'm sitting there and I'm like getting ready. I'm getting in the zone. Yeah. I'm wrapping my hands. Yeah. And this guy comes up to me and he says, he's like, Leah, badass should be your middle name. Oh, yeah. And then just walked away. And yeah. I was just like, okay. And I looked around the room and you were looking at me and we locked eyes. And yeah. I was like, your face is how yeah, I'm feeling I was inside. horrified. And then I remember he had the weirdest playlist. Mm-hmm. He used to play opera and yeah. all these weird like show tunes. Yeah, not for kickboxing. And I think he picked a song. And again, we both locked eyes and we were both like, okay we were I just was like, literally like okay thank you never talk to me again I was just like, what is this man's class <laughs> but that moment i remember just looking at you and Locking being like what the fuck is this real is did it that real just really or happen? is it ridiculous is that fucking ridiculous did that really just happen so yeah and then we started hanging out after kickboxing class and going to the bar yeah, we would go straight from kickboxing to the bar and just and rip tequila shots take tequila shots stomachs. which is super healthy so healthy and i feel like our friendship was really solidified at least for me mm-hmm. when we went to miami because you were already going and you invited me last minute and i was like really you want me to bum into your trip but also like it's miami i'm so fucking there yeah so we went and we get yeah. there and it fucking rained i know it rained every day all day i mean we had so much fun we anyway did. we extended we our brunch and like we right. we got drunk in the pool that day when yeah. it was raining that's right But then you were supposed to leave super early that morning because I feel like you had to go back to work. But then... Oh, I remember. This was right before I started my job that I have now. Yes, that's right. Um, So I didn't have work that day. We were talking about it that weekend. Yeah. And I think our flight was at 6 a.m. And I could change my flight so we could spend the day on the beach. And I did. I think it was like $300. I'm pretty sure that's how I knew that you were my friend. I was like, this bitch just spent $300 to spend an extra six hours hours in Miami. Like, we woke up Monday and the sun was shining. Yeah, it was the most beautiful day. It was glorious. We laid on the beach and, like, basically held hands and ran into the ocean. I remember. (laughs) 
And then we almost missed our flight. Our flight was at like 3.30 and we like, were, it was like 2 o'clock and we we're like, oh shit, oh my we God, should we gotta go. leave. Yeah. We had a great Whatever. time. That's how we became friends. And then we would go to the beach all the time and I realized that we were going to be best friends because you were the only person I knew who would sit on the beach with me until the sunset. I love the beach. Yeah. I feel like all good things happen when you're on the beach. Everything. You're just this beautiful, like They're salty no bitch. Yeah. Like you're just running around naked, basically. You drinking. have like the salt in your hair mm-hmm. and you have like a spike seltzer mm-hmm. somewhere and like mm-hmm. you're just pouring it all over yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's our friendship in yeah. a nutshell. Just like the beach and tequila. Yeah. And then I remember we were sitting on the beach in West Hampton one day Mm-hmm. I was probably crying. Yeah. You we probably were, cried. We were both crying. I remember drinking Montauk Watermelon back We were both when I, dating people we shouldn't have been. Yeah. And I think we just like, let's just like start a podcast about all the wild stuff that's happened to us. Yeah. So that's... That's our long rambling friendship. I think it's hard to make friends after college. You know, you finish high school and you may keep in touch with your high school friends if you're lucky. Not everybody does, but most people have their friends from college. And, you know, really after that, it's hard to make friends other than your coworkers that you may see every day. You're not going to go and make friends on the street randomly. No, it's it's super (laughs) weird because like you start working and you're like, I don't have time to make friends. I don't even. Right. It's different when you're in college. You have like a built-in social system. Yeah. And, you know, after that, you're like thrust into the real world, the work world. But so we, we got super lucky that we were able to become friends when we weren't even looking to make friends. Yeah, no, I thought it was really cool that we became friends because I didn't go to kickboxing to make friends. Mm -hmm. It is hard to make friends after college Mm -hmm. because yeah, you're right. It's kind of nice. It is kind of nice. You're like one of my best friends. Oh my God. (laughs) I forgot you. I love you. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to get into our next segment, which is called Let's Get Real. Let's Get Real. Where we talk about real things that we're going through and we usually pick a topic and talk about it. We're just going to give you our take on these topics and just how we feel about them. And sometimes it's going to be advice. Sometimes Leah's going to give me advice. Sometimes I'm going to give her advice, but it's just like real life stuff that's happened to us. And we're just going to talk about it. Okay. Let's get real. Let's get real. We're going to talk about quarantine. That's what everyone's been going through lately. And everyone can relate to being stuck at home, either with their significant other or with their roommates. Mm -hmm. And it's a wild time. It's a weird time. It's weird times. That's what we keep saying. Like times are weird. Yeah. I'm just going to get right into it. Okay, yeah, let's get real. Let's get real. I, so for real, I lost my job. Mm. (laughs) I want to say that I feel like nobody really talks about, at least not in my experience, how devastating it is to lose your job and how it really does feel like a loss. Yeah. I know people that have lost their job before. Like I have family members that have lost their job and I just never really thought of it and how it would apply to me. I always thought like, well, Leah, if you lose your job, you'll get another one. It's not a big deal. But then when I got laid off, I realized how it feels like something's being taken away from you. This place that you go all day, every day, you don't need to go there anymore. And it was even more weird too, because we had been home since mid-March. So yeah, it almost didn't feel real right away because I hadn't been going to the office since March. And so now I'm just waking up and not doing anything, not doing my job, but I'm still at home where I've been. So 
it was bizarre. And at first I was like really upset. And then as time kind of went on, I was like, okay, you know what? I was looking for a change anyway. And I was starting to get a little antsy to do something different. And it's like a blessing in disguise. I know people say that, like it's such a cliche, like no, it's a blessing in I disguise. Mean, you have to look at it that way. Otherwise you're just going to sit on the couch and eat Funyuns. Right. Well, fun- Funyuns. Do you remember Funyuns? Yeah. That's the first thing that came I to my mind. I drunk ate those I in college. I don't even like Funyuns. I just <laughs> They're pictured, gross. Like some like dude, like Winnie the Poohing eating Funyuns. <laughs> like the giant bag, yeah. like yeah. gross. How long had you been working? I... That's another thing, too. Yeah. I was at my job for a long time. Right. It was a corporate office job, and I was there five days a week, 52 weeks a mm-hmm. year. Like, you know, that's another thing, too, is like you're there so much. And I think I was also really upset that I wasn't going to see my coworkers anymore. Yeah. Because I had such a great relationship with my coworkers. And yeah, you get so close with people at work. Yeah, because you just sit there and yeah. stare at each other yeah. for eight hours a day. My first job out of college mm-hmm. um, in the photo studio, we were all best friends. Mm-hmm. And it's so rare. But when you find that, that's what makes work the best. When you feel like you have a great cohesive team. It's a family. Yeah. So I think that's what I was more upset about than anything, even though, you know, losing a job and losing an income like really sucks. You know, as cliche as it is, Mm. I think it is a blessing in disguise because it led me to have the time to work on this podcast after I had been obsessively applying to jobs and not hearing back. So you applied for a lot of jobs, right? I was. I I applied to like over 100 jobs. Oh my God. And yeah. And um, I had a handful of interviews and they do a phone interview. And then if you make it to the next round, it's like a Zoom interview. Which is just like, what do you wear to that? You get dressed on the top and then you have sweatpants <laughs> on the bottom like you would for any other Zoom meeting. Business on the top. Yeah. But They didn't really go anywhere. I also couldn't picture like starting a new job at a new company in this climate. Like Like, it would be remote. So I have to start a whole new company, learn a whole new office culture without actually being there. That's so weird. So I kind of put that on the back burner so I could start working on this podcast because I was just... I was getting more and more frustrated and I was like, I don't even want to do this. Like, I don't want to start a whole new company and like not know anyone and be like G chatting them like, hey, can you get me these files? LOL. Love you. Like, don't hate me. XO, Lila's (laughs) a thousand smiley faces. You have no idea who I am. So you may read these as bitchy. I'm so sorry. I'm not. But I am. But I am kind of sometimes (laughs) mostly. I mean, that's pretty traumatic. pretty. Yeah. But you know what? As cheesy as that is, it is a learning experience and you have to go through that and it was really sad like I cried yeah I, I cried like you. the day that it happened I well I didn't cry the day it happened I feel like after I found out I like sat and stared at the wall yeah, for like four hours <laughs> because it's also because of corona right it's totally out of your control so it's completely jarring but this was just so out of the blue so it's just that shock yeah that's really what it was it was such a big shock I really I really was not expecting it but we're moving on. Yeah. On to bigger and better on things. bigger and better. Here we are. Yeah. You had the whole summer to enjoy without a job. I know. So I actually, I went to my, this was like last week, I went to uh, my dentist and I met up with a few of my coworkers that were there because my dentist is near my old job. Right. And we like went to like just chat for a little and one of them who I haven't seen at all 
she says to me, she's like, oh my God, Leah, you're so tan. I see your Instagram stories. You're always at the beach. I'm so jealous. And I was like, yeah, like I don't have a job or an income, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm at the beach. It's great. Uh, it's pretty nice. <laughs> well, let's talk about you. Sure. So you were in the city. Yeah, I was in the city. I was in my apartment. I remember, I guess the week leading up to it, um, it was Friday, March 13th, I remember. And I had this huge project at work. They had just done a shoot and they made us come in that Friday and they said, oh, we'll just do a half day, pack up your stuff and you can go home. But I wound up being there till four o'clock. But I remember crying at work because I just wanted to leave because I thought I was going to die. And <laughs> I mean, nobody knew yeah, what was happening. Nobody knew what was happening. Point. And Cuomo hadn't shut anything down. I had known a bunch of people whose offices had already kind of closed and mm-hmm. were sending them to work from home and they sent me home with this huge monitor they put me in an uber and i remember just crying because i was just so scared and And it was confusing yeah and it was confusing and i also like didn't get the half day that i wanted (laughs) you were just low-key crying because you wanted a half day so i wanted a half day and now it's four o'clock and at the time we were just set to work for two weeks Mm -hmm. from home which is i remember that 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 was was like big thing it was like it's just gonna be two two weeks weeks. it's been six months you're still not back at work still not back at work still remote still remote and i hate working from home i hate it i love a routine i'm Mm -hmm. a very like i've come to realize throughout this quarantine i'm very type a i love Mm -hmm. a routine i love planning i love having it's true. You do. Yes, you I need that structure. I need, I need a structure. Mm-hmm. I just know who I am and I will sit in like dilly dally and not do my work. There. You like uh, you like a structure and yes. a full calendar. I do. I like a full calendar. I work out after work. So my entire life, I mean, I'm complaining. Everyone's life was disrupted, but like my entire life structure that I've like slowly built. Turned upside down. Totally turned upside down. Not to mention, I have this huge monitor. I have a laptop. Again, I'm a retoucher. I need space. I don't have a desk you in also, my room. Your bedroom is tiny. My bedroom is tiny. It's New York City. Yeah, it's tiny. New York City. Like, it's tiny. Like really high ceilings, but great ceilings. Yeah, great ceilings. I don't have a desk. My living room doesn't have a desk. My kitchen island, which is my kitchen table, is not a desk. I have nowhere to sit. So that's a whole other. It was really strange just waking up and not Just going anywhere not going anywhere not getting dressed mm-hmm. not working out i had to force myself to work out i've started becoming like a morning person mm-hmm. which is kind of nice That's um good. i would take these really long sad walks around my neighborhood <laughs> i would drag my roommate i um, like that you're still productive in all this though. i had like, like you remain true to. to yourself i had to otherwise i would, i know myself and i'm either i'm all or nothing mm-hmm. i'm either gonna be like full routine <laughs> working out or i'm gonna be like sitting on the couch like eating ramen crying (laughs) let me back up in january i had started this whole new like way of life almost i was really sick last year and remember i like broke my hamstring with you Mm -hmm. on the beach i did a cartwheel and pulled my hamstring and it took me from like labor day last year until about the end of the year to like fully recover i also had like pneumonia whatever it was horrible and then in january i was like i'm gonna fix my life and I crafted this like hardcore routine. I'm gonna sound like a psychopath. No, I mean I this is it. what you need. Yeah. This was your life. Like yeah. this was your structure. Yeah. You needed this. Yeah. Some people do. Some people yeah. don't. I I do. So I was like, I'm not gonna undo all the hard work that I've been doing for two months mm-hmm. because some stupid virus decides is, to show yeah. up. So I had to make sure that I kept eating healthy. I like stuck to my meal plans. Um, it was hard. There would definitely be some dark days. 
when we had to start wearing masks, it was just, mm-hmm. and it was scary because you were like, I can't touch anything. Don't breathe near me. We can't go in this door. We can't touch the door handle. You oh can't God. do it's this. It's so true. Yeah. That was like the beginning when first, first you didn't need a mask. No. And I remember coming back from the grocery store and like wiping down all my groceries oh, yeah. before I put them Wash away. And then the next thing it's, it's a mask and you don't have to wipe down your groceries. Yeah. And, and I was like, like what, what are we doing Somebody here? tell me what to do. So my apartment my room overlooks like the main avenue and there's a bar across the street and they would have all these lights and it's on like the second floor, which is where my room is. And I remember having like the curtains open in my living room and I was like, something looks really strange right now. It looks really weird in here. And it was because the lights from this bar were not blaring we're into off. my living room. It was so weird. Oh my God. It completely, For and the it, first yeah, time in forever. forever. It completely changed my whole apartment. It was just, mm-hmm. I would have come home, but Nobody knew what was going on yet. Nobody knew. That was the thing. Like, you didn't know if it was safe to... There was no answers. There was no answers, no real information yet, because the information was still coming in. I think... And we were, like, learning on the go. Yeah. I look back now at, like, March and April, and I just see, like, this big black square. I'm pretty sure I, like, blocked it all out of my memory. I'm, like, still there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you asked me what I did yesterday, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you, because I feel like every single day is so quick. Yeah. Like, because the months keep just flying by. We've been in this for six months. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it. I remember seeing on the news, people were like, oh, you know, you're going to be home for two weeks. And then I started seeing stuff that said, oh, yeah, by August. And I was like, August? That's crazy. I know. No way. I had such an inkling that this was like, like when they said two weeks, I was like, there's no way this is going to be two weeks. And if it's as bad as they're saying, like, this is going to go on throughout at least the summer. I remember some of my friends being like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. And I was like, no, I'm like a very paranoid no, I'm glad person. I'm I have you because I live in this like golden fake world where I'm like, no, it's over. I live in this like really tense, anxious world <laughs> where like everything that could go wrong, like goes wrong. So I'm like prepared. Um, even when my job sent us home, they were like, yeah, like we'll see you in two weeks. So yeah, I was like, okay. You, and you got sent home after me. I remember yeah. you were so upset. I was annoyed because, oh my God. And you know what else too? I got into a car accident. That's right. Side story. Okay. It was March 11th. I'm driving to work. Okay. And it's a four lane road. I'm in the all the way right lane. And some bitch decides to make an illegal U turn from the opposite mm. side of the road into my lane, into the right lane, not even the left lane. First of all, it was an illegal U turn. <laughs> Second of all, she made it in, just like skipped a lane and she hit my car. And my car was totaled. I couldn't even get out of the uh, driver's side door. I had to crawl over oh, to the passenger really side door. The car wouldn't move, wouldn't drive. Oh my God. Like I texted my coworker and I was like, Hey, I'm going to be late. Cause I just got into a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she texted me. She's like, Oh my God, are you okay? I'm coming to get you. Where are you? And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fine. I just like, I'm going to be late. So can you tell our boss? <laughs> like, <laughs> Thanks. Like that's how, that was my first thought. Like, okay, yeah. I'm going to be late to work now. Yeah. I'm going to get in trouble. That happened, and I was like, holy shit, like, the world's shutting down. I know, I remember. So I was, like, in a panic to get a car because I was like, well, my job's not closing. Mm -hmm. I still need a car. Mm -hmm. How am I going to get to work? And so I went car shopping that weekend, Mm -hmm. and I went to, like, five different dealerships. I, like, narrowed it down, and then I got the car on Monday, and then our office shut down Tuesday. Oh, my God. And so I have this new leased car that's just... So many miles. And I got a huge mileage lease because my commute was so far. Right. And then the next two months, the car sat in the driveway. I'm pretty sure I got to 50 miles in April. Great. Like, on the car. Great. Because literally, all I did was putter to the store and back. Like... (laughs) Putter. That's that's all 
really did. Lady. Like every yeah, literally, like every two weeks I'd be like, okay, it's time to stock up for the next two weeks because who knows what the fuck's gonna happen. I know. So yeah, I got into a car accident and then the next day after I got the car, my office shut down. Is it real or is it fucking ridiculous? It's both. <laughs> it's pretty both. <laughs> okay, wait. Getting into a, a different aspect of quarantine and our lives is being in a relationship in quarantine or being single in quarantine mm-hmm. and navigating and dealing with that. So I have a boyfriend yes. that I live with. Yes, you do. And you sure do. I sure do. And let's call him the bartender. The bartender. Because we met at the bar. Mm-hmm. And Kara is single. I'm very single. Very single. Gentlemen, yes. listen up. This is your moment. <laughs> Slide into those DMs. Um, Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. Um, So because he was a bartender, our schedules were so backwards. Right. I would go to my day job, my Mm -hmm. corporate day job. You know, if it was Monday through Thursday, we would have a few hours together and then I would go to bed. Mm -hmm. And then if it was Friday, Saturday or Sunday, he would be bartending at night. You know, those were the nights that I did things with my friends, which worked out well for me. Best nights. Wait, okay, how long have you guys been living together? So, funny you should ask. (laughs) (laughs) We've been living together our entire relationship. Mm -hmm. We... I mean, I knew this. I'm just asking. I know you knew this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I moved into his apartment after knowing him for about two years because he was looking for a roommate. And I was looking to move out of my family house. And we realized we had feelings for each other. After we started living together, so it was really cute. So romantic. But so, yeah, we've been living together and dating for almost three years now. Wow. It'll be three years in November. But so I had to learn to navigate quarantine with my boyfriend, who mm-hmm. I only saw a couple nights a week, even though we lived together, to now spending all of our time together and being on top of each other. All day. And all night. All day. And then and all day. All night. And then all night. On top of each other. It's a lot of time. It was a lot of time. Like suddenly I was like, okay, like this is like a whole new person almost. Yeah, because it's like you don't see somebody all day, so you don't know mm-hmm. what they do at like 2 p.m. on Tuesday. It was a lot to learn about someone and their work ethic and their work habits mm-hmm. and also be on top of them and trapped in your house and not able to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So the only outings we did take were to the supermarket. I only went like once every two weeks because I'm so fucking paranoid. No, it's good. We got the gloves and we got the masks and like we were all suited up and ready to go and we went to Trader Joe's and Trader Joe's was super good. They only let like 25 people in the store at a time. So like one of the first times we went to the supermarket together, I was bouncing. Like I was like so anxious. I like couldn't like sit still or stand. I just want to get in, get out and like not have to worry and like Could you guys not do like grocery delivery service? Do they not have that out here? I tried and there was like nothing available there's only like two that deliver out here and you had to wake up at like 4 a.m to like get the time slot for for two weeks from whatever and it was just like a majority of the items would be sold out anyway so it was just like the point not worth it so we we went to trader joe's the first time we went we get in the store and the way they blocked off the store is like you can only go in one direction right. and once you pass right. through an aisle you cannot go back. Oh wow. Like they were very strict. They like barricaded off certain sections so that you literally couldn't turn around. Oh, wow. Like it was cutthroat. Cutthroat supermarket shopping. Wow. So I went to the, like the produce aisle and I was picking through some things. Five minutes goes by and I look up and my boyfriend is waving to me from the fucking dairy aisle which oh, is no. at the 
end. He's like done. He's, He's like, like, I'm done, done with my shop. And I can see him because of the mm-hmm. way they have the store blocked yeah. off. Normally you can just walk down to the dairy aisle right, and it's right, no right. big deal. He went through the whole fucking maze of the store and I couldn't really fully yell at him because, because you're like a mask through a fucking mask so i'm like get back here and i'm like pointing to my side i felt like i was talking to a fucking child and he's just like i can't come back and i was like well now i have to go through the frozen food aisle and pick out the stuff that Alone. you want that i don't know exactly what I you been want like, you know what i'm just getting whatever i want now that's pretty much what i did you abandoned me on our trader joe's journey you abandoned me in my moment of need yeah I was already so on edge about this because yeah. I think that was like the first store run after the huge amount of deaths were spiking Ugh. and I was just, my anxiety was through the roof. And so I'm in the frozen food aisle, like looking for the shit he likes and nothing's there because like majority of it's sold out because people freaked yeah. out. So I just grabbed a few things and I was like, you know, you fucking left me. So <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah. Like if you don't have enough food for the next two weeks, Someone it's really not problem. my fucking problem. <laughs> don't eat my frozen flatbread later. Like bro. honestly, like after that we got in the car and I like ripped my mask off and I was just so mad. I was like, Aww. you left me. Like we talked about this before. <laughs> and I was like, don't touch anything till we get home. And then we're going to shower and all this. And I just like, I had such a, a fucking meltdown and he was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm Aww. so sorry. I'll never do it again. He's really He's such great. such a good guy. I know. I like just should talk to him right now but like he's really sweet we managed to figure it out and we were just kind of like you know we're stuck at home together like we can't fight there has to be a way for us to just communicate all the time so okay switching gears okay what was it like being single were you already talking to people or like had you been talking to people on your dating apps i so i go in and out on my dating apps i go through phases but i wasn't really talking to anyone around that time i was really really focused on my health so i wasn't really focused on finding a guy i was kind of like get your life together focus on work i did go through a few phases where i would like rechange my pictures and like update all the questions and whatnot i'm like a hinge person i don't use any other dating apps i'm not good at just starting conversation so bumbles out and tinder feels like a free-for-all i did tinder yeah oh my god yeah. but like, i did it yeah. for fun it is a free-for-all you're like wittier and like more fun than i would I like am. say like the most random fucking yeah. things and guys would just go with it because it was like it was tinder that, yeah i know i did that for one summer it was great i'm like too uptight hinge is good for you yeah so i like hinge there were days where i would just talk to like a few guys but i'm it's really hard to sustain a texting relationship I think usually my max for texting with a new guy is like two weeks and then I'm like okay like we need to meet in person Mm -hmm. or because what am I going to do complain to you about work or like you don't know my friends you don't know my life it's hard for me to sustain this I also I text like a four-year-old I like text you multiple times in a row oh my god I love an exclamation point I'm the exact same way. Yeah. I, I like stream of conscious I text, text. like a teenager. It's so I, I'm sure I'm a nightmare to text with. I do the same thing. We're the same. We're I the same. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I see you like it's like Leah, nine messages. And I'm like, yep, I know. So I actually match with a few guys. One of them I'm still texting with here and there, which I think is insane because it's been six months and we've never oh. met. And we called him Ohio because mm. he was in Ohio at the time at his parents' house. And... um. He was notorious for the weekly on Friday being like, hey, how was your week? Um, He's really nice. I would like definitely go for a drink with him. Um, When you can. Yeah, when (laughs) I can. Well, I'm also like not in the city right now. I actually have been meaning to text him. Well, it's Friday. Is it? No. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Every day is Friday for you, Leah. (laughs) Every every day is Friday. I don't know what fucking day. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, no. It's Um, Wednesday, guys. it's, It's Wednesday. 
Um, it was hard. I because my roommate matched with this guy right off the bat and they were talking all the time Mm -hmm. because you get so wrapped up in things because we were in such close quarters it's like oh my god something's wrong with me like these guys aren't texting me all day Mm -mm. i was just like that's not who i am that's not how they are like it's it's okay they're probably doing the same thing that you're doing is they're like well let me see what's going on and then they're just like matching with people but like it's like a dead end it's pointless yeah like you match with someone and you maybe chat for a few weeks and then what? that's it you Nothing. can't go anywhere i'm not gonna get on a zoom call with you get out of here <laughs> let's do a zoom you want to share screen zoom drinks so i'm still single but find her on hinge um but i did i had fun um i almost like felt more alone than i've ever felt but not in like a bad way i was just kind of like okay well i'm in this alone it was almost like a hard look in the mirror every day as because you're just so alone nothing's open you can't go anywhere so you're just kind of looking yourself in the mirror every day like okay I really learned a lot about myself like I started becoming a morning person which I never was like at the beginning of quarantine I could barely wake up I remember it'd be like 8 57 and I'd be like trying to make coffee like in my underwear with your eyes closed yeah like my eyes closed like chatting my coworkers, like hey like dying and now I don't even set a phone alarm anymore. My body wakes me up at 6.30. I exercise. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. Well, that's good, though, because in the beginning of the year, you set these life goals for yourself. Yeah. And it's almost like, in a weird way, quarantine gave you a way to yeah. achieve them, even though it wasn't the way you were expecting. Right. I learned that I like to do things differently than I thought I did, which well, is actually kind of cool. Okay. We're going to get into our next segment. Let's get ridiculous. We're going to get ridiculous. So what we're going to do is play like a little game. We love games. We do love games. One of our favorite pastimes. We're going to play Would You Rather. Our all-time favorite. All-time favorite. (laughs) I think that's also how we became such good friends was we both just like love an activity. And Leah and I spent a lot of time to like bonding and forming our friendship, basically just sitting on the beach together. And we would always just ask these ridiculous questions back and forth. It was also good too, because we got to know each other very quickly. Yes, very quickly. (laughs) When you ask these probing questions, you learn a lot about somebody. Yeah, you do. (laughs) And Kara and I have put together a collection of questions to ask each other and we're also going to invite you guys to play along Mm -hmm. when you follow us on instagram Mm -hmm. at real ridiculous we'll get into that too so let's just fucking do it all right let's go cara take it away okay would you rather eat only pizza for one year or eat no pizza for one year let me just preface this okay leah eats a lot of pizza i eat a lot of pizza yeah i wouldn't be able to give up pizza for a year i don't think i could either but eating pe- eating pizza every day only pizza. only pizza all day. Well, all okay, day. wait. Can I can I drink? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then I feel like yes because I'll have coffee in the morning, breakfast with pizza, my morning pizza, <laughs> and then pizza. I'll have like a beer with my lunch pizza, and yeah. then I'll finish it off with like a glass of wine with my dinner pizza. Walk me through like what's on your breakfast pizza versus your dinner pizza. Oh, okay. This is a great question. I feel like breakfast pizza. I'm picturing being like hungover. Okay. When I eat pizza for breakfast, I'm usually hungover. Right. So I'm picturing like a cold, just like like a cold slice, from regular, the like plain slice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like I ordered this when I was drunk last night right. and didn't finish it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I picture breakfast pizza. And then lunch pizza. Um, I really like grandma pizza. Yeah. It's like thin crust, the little squares that are extra crunchy with the extra sauce on top. 
Maybe I wouldn't even eat dinner pizza. I would just have two meals a day. Are you intermittent fasting with Maybe. pizza? <laughs> There's a lot of fucking pizza. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's like salad pizza. Oh, that's a great idea. Maybe that think, should be lunch. Yeah, that's what I like was thinking. Like a palate cleanser. What I would do. So you would do all pizza? I mean, I don't know if I could not eat pizza for a year. But there's also like a lot of pizza options now. There's cauliflower crust. That's a good point. Um, These are things I'm not thinking of. you could make like chicken pizza you know like the chicken parm crust just put anything on a pizza do you have to eat the crust i don't think you have to okay as long as it's pizza (laughs) what you're just gonna eat crustless pizza (laughs) minimize your bread intake because if you get like a salad pizza and it's on top of the crust i don't know maybe they they cut the crust up and make it into a crouton oh Mm. all right ina garden (laughs) okay would you rather none of your friends really liked your partner or none of your partner's friends really liked you? Oh, none of my friends like my partner. Wow, really? I don't want my partner's friends not to like me. I know, but what if that means that your friends hate your partner? And then are you I've staying with them? I've been in a relationship like that, so <laughs> it's fine. True. It didn't affect my friendships. That's fair. We're all still friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would never call what I was with him a relationship. A relationship. Yeah, that's the one I pick. Okay. Actually, in that same scenario, I think his friends hated me. It was horrible. Like, hanging out with them and just, like, knowing that people don't like you is the most uncomfortable I might choose the other option. Oh. I might choose the partner's friends don't like me. I don't think I could live with my friends not liking my partner, especially being with my boyfriend for so it's, long. I mean, it's it's definitely not and then fun. We would just hang out with my friends. <laughs> I think that's my answer. That's very sneaky, smart. Yeah. <laughs> I like, like oh, that. I'm so sorry. We we can't go to your oh, friend's wedding no. because it's my friend's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Would you rather have no hair or be completely hairy? No hair anywhere, like on my head. <laughs> yeah, there's no hair on your head. Or be like hairy Completely everywhere. Hairy. hairy everywhere. Yeah, same. I don't care. I couldn't. I'll be. make it work. Yeah, I'll braid my armpit hair. <laughs> my hair is like my crown. Like I can't. Can you shave? I feel like why not? You have to have like long, gross. Yeah, body hair. Yeah. I can't shave. You have to be completely hairy. All right. I'm still going to do it. (laughs) This isn't changing my mind. Okay, great. Would you rather let your boyfriend sleep with your best friend or sleep with your boyfriend's best friend? Um, My boyfriend's best friend is married with a son. He's also kind of very good looking. Mm. And my best friend's married. And I don't think she would like that. No. So I might take one for the team. (laughs) and sleep with my boyfriend's best friend I would, I would say the same i don't think i could like look at my significant other knowing he slept with my friend and i feel like guys are different too like i feel like they would high five about that yeah they would um would you rather give the first 99 percent or the last one percent of a blowjob oh I'm such a lazy bitch. <laughs> I feel like I'd want the last one percent because then I get I get the satisfaction of the finish. Right. The completion. Yeah, obviously. Right. And I don't really have to do any of the work. True. Because I'm lazy. True. This is perfect. Yeah. What would you do? Um, I think I would do the first ninety nine. So we could tag team. Yeah, we could. <laughs> you could finish my blowjob for me. <laughs> 
I mean, right? I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah sure. Of why course. not? I feel like most often when I'm going down on a guy, he'll kind of like stop me right before he comes mm-hmm. so we can like move on to another activity. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say the first 99 because I'm usually just giving the first 99. I mean, like, obviously, that's fair. I'll go all the way. That's fair. I was thinking in the context of like, only giving a blowjob oh. and like not moving on to other activities oh. because then I might change my answer. But oh. if I'm just giving a blowjob and I don't really want to put all the effort in, right. I would do the last 1%. I only thought of it as like just a blowjob. I think I'd still go full 99. You're a better person than I am. <laughs> we'll tag team. Yeah, I like I think plan. that's the moral I of like this. this <laughs> I think that's the answer to this question. <laughs> all right, next. Would you rather... Have one giant dick for an arm or have all your fingers be dicks? Um. So here's my question. Okay. If I have a dick arm, do I have real fingers on my dick arm? No, it's just a dick. It's just a dick. Yeah. And if I have dick fingers, right? do they operate like normal dicks? Like, do they get hard? Yeah. <laughs> all of them. I think you would need them too. I think dick fingers. I think so too. I can't picture having like a, a long giant swinging schlong. <laughs> I just stuck my arm out. Coming like, out of like, your armpit, just like waving in and the And like breeze. if you're like aroused, like yeah, that's oh it. Oh my God. You're like, yeah. Yeah, no. Dick, Not good. I'm going to go with I'm dick gonna fingers. I'm going to go with dick fingers too. <laughs> Take fingering to a whole new level. <laughs> I'm just like picturing me like, passing a credit card to somebody at a store and it's just like little dick fingers. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me. Thank you so much. Just buying condoms. I need a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I need 10. <laughs> I think we can wrap it up for yeah, that segment. Yeah, let's wrap it. Thanks, guys, for tuning in for our first episode. Um, we hope you had as much fun as we did. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Real Ridiculous. Um, and look out for our next episodes. Uh, we will be releasing them every Wednesday. Yeah. And we will also have on our Instagram page sections for you to play Would You Rather along with us so we can see what your answers would be and also for you to ask us questions because we're going to be answering questions. Write into us. Send us your stories. Send us your real shit. Send us your ridiculous shit. We want to hear it all. We want to read it on the podcast. We want to talk about it. And also, if you like this episode, make sure to rate and subscribe. You guys have no idea how important that is to us. Um, So please, please give us a great rating and subscribe to our podcast if you want to hear more okay bye bye